Hey everyone, welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie I've never seen. I'm Lauren, and I'm engaged to be married. Ooh. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Smiley, and I love ramen noodles with ketchup. A lot of ketchup. I'm Alex, and I bought 13 candles at Bath and Body Works (laughs) Candle Weekend. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, and on this episode, I've never seen Edward Scissorhands. So we're going with a new format. We've already watched it together. I'm so happy we got to do that. Tell us how come you've never seen this movie. Um, okay, so my earliest memory of Edward Scissorhands is him getting the hands, um, which is like one of the very last scenes in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. And for some reason in my mind, I remember seeing the scene and the hands like bleeding as he like got them, but they're made of wax. Yeah. Um, I guess it was because like when he goes and like touches Vincent Price, he like scratches him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was just like that scene that was always stuck in my mind. And I was like, oh. It scared me when I was little. Um, but yeah, after that, I this was another movie like our no Andy. <laughs> <laughs> this was another movie that um, I owned that was still in the shrink wrap. Oh, my. How long? Why did you buy it? OK, so um, fun fact. So she already bought it. We're going <laughs> to. Yes. We're going to start with this. This is the 30th year. The 30th anniversary of Edward's Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. I bought the movie five years ago. Oh, my it's God. It's the 25th anniversary edition um, that I found at Walmart. And I bought it because I liked the cover of it. Yeah. Very Tim Burton-y. Yeah. Reminded me of Alice in Wonderland, the cover. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. like, Walmart was doing um, these, like, fun covers. And I love so, when they do those. Yeah. This yeah. one was the 25th anniversary edition. So I bought it then. And then I just never got around to watching it. So you've moved several times. Yeah. <laughs> you would just pack it in the box <laughs> unwrapped. Yes. Dang, that's funny. Wait, so how old was um that actor? Johnny Depp? Yeah. JD? When he I made this know. movie. 27. <gasps> yeah. Mm. <laughs> We're all. Mm. Well, Smiley, when was the first time you watched it? I don't know. Probably middle school or something. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Tim Burton was very big in middle school. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't remember my first time. Because I see it almost every year, so. Oh, you do. It's not something I like keep a track or something. Yeah. So and a big question, I guess we want to ask because we really wanted to do this movie in the month of December. And I really I mean, it's not necessarily considered a Christmas movie. It's not. And it's not like they're going to play it on free form, you know, for Christmas. But for some reason, it gives you that vibe, probably because the whole climax takes place in Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so do you watch this Christmas time? Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that scene where. Winona's like dancing in the snow, yeah, super romantic, so... and she looks super pretty, like an angel. It's yeah, beautiful. I loved it. I can't wait to hear Alex's thoughts on it. Um, my first time watching this movie, um, it was at a sleepover with Candace and then uh, another friend of ours named Ashley, and we were like maybe middle school, like you know, eleven, ten to twelve. Is that when y'all kissed? I'm kidding. <laughs> It wasn't that time. Um, <laughs> well, we, we used to do fashion shows and then talk about boys. And we would watch movies. So we, were, we watched something. And this was around the time. I had to win like 13 because I was a year older than them. 
we I was obsessed with the A Nightmare on Elm Street. So of course I kind of crushed on you know young Johnny Depp back then. And so w- this movie came on like we had we used to have movie channels. It was coming on next, and my friend Ashley was like, "Oh my God, y'all need to see this movie!" And I was like, "I guess like you know because it's the same guy that made you know Night uh, Before Christmas." And I was like, "Okay." So we put and we were just instantly hooked, and we watched the whole thing. We stayed up super late just to finish this movie. It was a really good like experience, like watching that movie for the first time, and we were all like madly in love with Johnny Depp after this movie. What did you think of it? Um, it was sadder than I <laughs> remember. <laughs> it is sad, it's right? It's such a sad movie, and um, yeah. So I usually, I don't think I would have like watched it alone. I think I would have gotten bored. But with this happens a lot with like Tim Burton movies for me, mm-hmm. um, where I feel like the beginning is very slow. Like during um, October this year, I watched Beetlejuice a lot, mm-hmm. like more than I ever had. Um, and I finally sat through like watching it from beginning to end. Um, yeah. Because I would always just watch like glimpses of it. Same. And I would always do that. It mm-hmm. was the same thing of like when I was younger and watching Beetlejuice, it was like a really slow beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I've never seen the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. But I didn't want to do like two Tim Burton. I know movies. we could have we could have done it. It could have been a De- Tim Burton December thing. Yeah, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like some. I guess early Tim Burton because this was Beetlejuice was '88 mm-hmm. and um, Edward Scissorhands was 1990. Wow. So 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 this was after like Winona was in yeah. Beetlejuice. So mm-hmm. one of the big things was that um like Lydia in Beetlejuice is a lot closer to like how Winona was when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, like around that time, like the style and the like performance, it was her. And then Kim is the complete opposite. Oh yeah. Of what Winona was. And so like Tim Burton would like poke fun at Winona Ryder. Because he was like, you have to be girly mm-hmm. in this role. Um, but yeah. And the other thing I read was um, people like kind of mistake this, as the movie that Johnny Depp got Winona Ryder the part because mm-hmm. they were dating oh, uh-huh. um, at the time. Yeah. Well, like right before this movie started, they started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but Winona Ryder is actually the one who got Johnny Depp this role. Oh. oh, wow. And this was this was Johnny Depp and Tim Burton's first movie together. Right. And then now it's like I, w- I meant to look up like how many movies they've done together since. But it's like a shit ton. Damn. Like he's become a staple in his movies. Right. Yeah, I think towards the end, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It kind of warmed my heart when you were like, if you guys weren't here, I would probably be crying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have. When it ended, I was like, ooh. I, I actually, like, got the twist, like, from the very beginning. I was like, oh, that's Kim. <laughs> like, the old woman. Oh, because okay. Because I, okay. I, like, I knew enough about the movie that mm-hmm. I was like, this has to be Kim. But then once I started watching it, I was like, wait, maybe this is the mom. Um, like, the old mm-hmm. woman in the beginning telling mm-hmm. the story. Um. But then, yeah, when it got to the end, I was like, oh, okay, it's Kim. I love the dad so much. <laughs> he was just so chill, like, oh, I'll go after Edward. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he was, so, he was like, any kind of detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> or, like, she took off her clothes in the, in the back room, <laughs> yeah. and he just, like, continues talking. Yeah, he didn't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who he was back then. And I guess knowing who Alan Arkin is now, it's so much funnier when I go back and watch this movie. I just think I think he's even funnier. Yeah. Even with all the drama in the end. Hey, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really have much emotion. It's mm-hmm. so funny. 
Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it, watching it again. I don't know how I've seen this movie quite a lot, especially when I was younger. But and, and it's been a long time since I've seen it since. But I think mine is Diane Weiss's character, the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Dedicated, Avon calling. Dedicated Avon calling. <laughs> that reminded me of my grandma too. My grandma was all Avon. Um, I remember going to her house. Avon boxes were fucking everywhere. Um, yeah, I I, I want to say it's her and um. But of course, back then it was Johnny Depp. He's so weird mm-hmm. and quirky and charming, and I'm surprised that I wonder. I kind of wonder who else they considered for the role. Um. So I read, <laughs> um, Tom Cruise. <gasps> oh. oh my god! I'm um, all. <laughs> I'm all <laughs> gushing because I love Tom Cruise. I think Tom Hanks. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like, take these my Alex's IMDb facts with a grain of salt. Because, like, sometimes uh-huh. it's, like, one thing that I read this time was, oh, Tim Burton always wanted Johnny Depp. And then later on, it's like, oh, but they considered all these other people. Oh, right, um, right. And then the whole, like, Winona thing. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, the typical, like, people that you see. Um, Especially around, that, around time. that time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a Robert Downey Jr. thing in there, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who else I could have seen in this role. And, I mean, so it was a few years after Nightmare on Elm Street then. Was he already, like, really big? Like, I'm sure he was doing 21 Jump Street, right? Yeah, so 21 Jump Street came out, like, before this. Mm-hmm. And I think this was um, the movie that he, he tried to, like, break out of those roles. So, Alex, as a first-time viewer, who did you, like, enjoy watching? Like, your favorite character? I don't know. I guess the mom, too. The mom? Peg. Yeah. yeah. Did you think it was super weird that she just randomly took this guy in and no. took him home? No. No. <laughs> it worked, right? Yeah. Yeah. So least favorite character is the fucking neighborhood. I can't stand those women so much. Every time <laughs> I watch this movie, I'm just like, my God. But it makes you wonder, you know, like, am I going to be like that when I'm married and like have nothing to do? Just gossip and neighbors? No, probably not. I Grammys. like the women. You do like I the women? I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call everyone and tell them what's going on. <laughs> I mean, we do that in our group chat. So, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> the same. But no, yeah, and I think growing up watching this movie, I could not stand, what's her name, the horny wife, who we didn't know is Mary. Mm-hmm. I never, I don't think I yeah. ever realized. I thought she was she, like single. Same. You know, she's not bad looking, but I guess she's just kind of like, I don't know. Um, Like even the plumber was like, no thanks. But yeah, I, I think every time she came on the screen, I was just like, oh my God. I, I liked was, her. I liked the whole orgasm haircut. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do like the women. I feel like they put an important part of the story on, mm-hmm. you know, how people love you when you're on top, but then when you like do something wrong, everyone's against you. Yeah. Um, and oh, I guess it yeah. kind of emphasizes how much the family really cared for Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, whether like, come on, it's no big deal. He just like scratched my son in the face. That's it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> even at that point, like Peg was like, Edward, come home, mm-hmm. as they were like trying to get the brother like inside the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it was never like leave you monster. Yeah, they never saw him as that. Yeah. And um it was really really nice. The thing that scared me all the it scares mm-hmm. me every time I watch it is when um that horny woman is kind of like sexually assaulting Edward on the on the seat yeah, at the, the salon. salon. I feel like every time I watch it I feel like Edward's going to like cut her like make her bleed or something by accident oh you know uh, because she gets really really close 
So I feel like, ooh, I always kind of cringe on that. Even, you know, sexual assault, everything. Yeah. <laughs> or like some kind of assault. But yeah. um, yeah, I always get like, whoa, she's like really close to him. But I feel like that's yeah. what excites her about him or something. I don't know that yeah. he's harmful. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, she just went after anyone. And mm-hmm. like, it was kind of wild when she was just like, oh, a, a strange man, I'm coming. And she like changes, <laughs> but then she doesn't really change. And I don't know, that part is, that's probably my least favorite scene in the movie is when she's trying on, because she's so like, oh, who cares about Peg's cosmetics? I'm like, bitch, what the hell? You're like, come on, Peg, you know I never buy anything from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she had recently passed away, actually. Oh, uh, that actress, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, and it kind of it was kind of shitty how she was kind of putting the whole like, oh, and he tried to attack me, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a that's a bummer. That's one part that scares you. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I guess it kind of makes it real that he has actual knives for fingers, like yeah. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what did y'all think about the boyfriend? Oh, okay. So I want to talk about him. Yeah. So I don't think I would have recognized um, what's his name, <gasps> Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Um, unless like I was like reading the facts as I was watching the movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And so he, um, he did this role to like break out of that like Breakfast Club role. Yeah. And he grew up real cute. Like who's that? He, the nerd from the Breakfast yeah. Club? <gasps> what? Yeah. What? You didn't know that? No. I'm glad we got this on. He did yeah. good. Yeah. He did. Really wow. Good. He grew up. Yeah. He grown. He grown. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, he was probably like my least favorite character. I think <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it was cool to like recognize him. But I was like, oh, this this character sucks. But I liked that like um, Winona Ryder's character would like push back. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, no, like, go away. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have this different take on villains. Like, I mm-hmm. if if you make me hate you, do you're doing a good job? And he is yeah. a brat. Like, he's awful. Yeah. So I think he did a good job. He really did, especially. Yeah, he did a good job breaking away from that geeky nerdy guy or whatever. And I never. I guess when I was younger, I never really. I grew up with those movies, so I never thought he was super cute. But now I'm like, oh yeah, he's totally cute and even in this movie and he grew, he got really tall yeah like extremely tall and that butt yeah uh, <laughs> the muscles <laughs> from the grinch <laughs> uh anyway i actually like that scene a couple things i never since we had the subtitles on which i like i like having subtitles on i don't mind them and when I, we were watching it i never of course of course whenever edwards like you know picks the lock and lets them in because they didn't have a key and he was like, oh, hey, like, wh- I forgot how he said it, but he was like, oh, hey, give like, uh, let us know when Peg is coming home or some shit like that. I never picked up on that. And I thought that was super fucked up <laughs> that he just like was wanted to go make out with her and, and shit. And then and then like break into his own house. Yeah. Like, OK. Kind of shitty that Edward already knew it was his house. But and I guess. I don't know. I liked the way that um, before they did it. Edward is like, so this guy, like, um, stole from you. Like, mm-hmm. and it shows that, I guess it's showing that as an audience, like, watching it, you think that um, Edward is, like, this naive character. And you're like, oh, but, like, no, they're making him do this. And then you find out, that, no, like, he's not dumb. Yeah. Like, the psychiatrist, I guess I never paid attention to the, that part, really. Like, the psychiatrist talking about how he's a super creative person, but when it comes to, like, ethics, He's kind of like because he's been so isolated from like 
I guess, just people in general. He he doesn't really fully understand, which I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, Man. I think it mm-hmm. also, um, like, he's a machine. He's not even a, a person. Yeah. Like, the inventor created him, like, out of mechanical parts. Yeah. So I think that's something that it's nice that you don't, like, realize that as you're going through. And also, I don't know. So I'm just going to go into my favorite scene. Okay, yes, <laughs> um, let's do that. So my favorite scene is the cookie making scene. Oh, really? I When he kind of, like, yeah. he gets the heart? Yes. Aww. And so that goes into, like, what I'm saying about him being a machine because I think it was important to the inventor that he, like, he was as much a human as possible. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for him to start out with, like, looking at the heart and saying, like, okay, I'm going to build, like, a person, like, a machine, but based on, like, the heart first. Right. And I was like, oh, does Edward have a cookie heart? Oh, Yeah. But, yeah, Vincent Price. I know. I guess that's that was probably a really huge deal back when it came out. This was his last scene. His last like movie. Okay, Aww. who's Vincent Price? Vincent Price is like the king of horror. Yeah. What did he do? Okay, the you'd probably know him best as the voice in Thriller. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And Y'all's neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he does that laugh too. Do you think he could do it? I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get all shy like a three-year-old. <laughs> We're like, dance for us. <laughs> what I wonder, I don't, I was going to look more stuff up about him and I didn't, but what's like the main thing he's really known for? Like, it's price. if you go to I, his, I think he was like a stage actor before he became like the, like Prince of Darkness, basically. Right. Yeah. So like, I guess one top movie comes out that it was like 1959 is, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. So like classic, really, really mm-hmm. classic, you know, 1950s horror movies. I love that Edward Scissorhands is up there um, on his like IMDb. Yeah. Because I guess, I don't know, that's kind of a cute thing that this was like your last movie. Kind of sad, like he dies and stuff in the movie. Yeah. But And he mm-hmm. was supposed to have a bigger role, but he was like health wise, just couldn't like handle it. So that's why it's a much smaller role. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, I think he did a good job with yeah. it. Yeah, super sweet. Any scene that you, any flashback scenes is always really, I guess watching it again this time around, it always like perked me up because it's super sweet mm-hmm. when you watch it. And like when he's reading the poetry, it's so cute. And he's yeah. like, oh, that's okay. You can smile. Like it's so, it's so <laughs> cute. Like and his I, fucking smile is all weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that any other favorite scene that pop out? No, I guess like the snow angel one, like oh, everyone. Yeah. But like, yeah, when the cookie making scene came out, I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. I think. Um, so last year when I went to Vegas, um, I went last summer, not humble brag because I went for like conferences. <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> but like every time I go like or before when I could travel, um, I always tried to make sure to do something fun. And mm-hmm. so I went last summer um, and I went in Las Vegas. There's the neon museum. Mm hmm. Um, so they have like every time these big like Vegas landmarks were tearing down or renovating their like old neon signs ended up at this museum. Mm-hmm. So it's really small, um, but it's super cool. Yeah. And when I was there last August, um, they were setting up for the Tim Burton um, like exhibit. Oh. And that was going to open in October. And so Aww. luckily... I went back in October for another conference. Oh, uh-huh. So I, 
I made sure to get tickets because they were selling out really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Tim Burton like took over the museum, and it's called a boneyard, so it's like outside with all the signs like stacked on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and he named it Las Vegas. Oh, uh-huh. and uh, so he had like neon signs created for this exhibit, but also put like there was some stuff from like Mars Attacks that was there oh, uh-huh. and placed like figurines of like his Tim Burton-esque stuff mm-hmm. um, throughout the like neon signs. Um, and then there was this giant bubble at the end that you would go in and he had like little um, like dioramas mm-hmm. and like a big sculpture. But anyways, it was really cool. And so watching this movie reminded me a lot of like the style that he had there, which right. obviously is Tim Burton and it's super like iconic. Yeah. Before we talk about other favorite scenes, I want to ask y'all, like, what would what would you say is your favorite Tim Burton like movie that you can watch a, a lot and you're like you actually really enjoy it? Everything, every aspect of it. I'd say it's this one. I think mine is this one because I love uh-huh. Beetlejuice. I just like how we mentioned. I now I just watch parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into Nightmare of uh, Before Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Eh. Um, yeah. What others are there? Um, I like he has all the other anime. Like you know, he had Corpse Bride. I liked Corpse Bride when yeah. I was younger. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. Yeah, but I guess this is my movie that I can like watch all the way through and enjoy it. Yes, same. Oh, mm-hmm. um, mine's probably Sweeney Todd. That's a good oh, one cute. too. Yeah. yeah, I I watched it a lot when I was in high school. Rivers yeah. and I love it so much. <laughs> the soundtrack I listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's great and. There was a lot of comparisons um, with this movie because, like, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. um, the, like, in Sweeney Todd, he uses, like, a razor blade, but it's, like, oh, yeah. it kind of is the precursor. The other thing that I have uh, noticed is that I like that when there's blood in a Tim Burton movie and in Sweeney Todd, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's always that, like, bright red. Yeah. Like Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Sleepy Hollow is another one that I really like. I've never seen Is Sleepy that Tim Burton, too? Yes. I, wow. And Johnny Depp. I like... Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why I've never, I haven't seen it like in years now, but I did love it before. Anyways. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I like that. I think I like his um, more like darker theme, like movies mm-hmm. than like probably in the chocolate factory. I'm not really into Alice in Wonderland. I liked, but mm-hmm. um, those like more bright films and his animated ones. I just don't really. Okay. Oh, I, okay. I do love the chocolate factory one. Let's be oh. friends. Best friends. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't watch that one a lot. I watched it one time. Um, I think it's weird. Eric really likes that movie, which is really super surprising. But this one, yeah, I've, I agree with Smiley. It's like this is one I watch all the way through. I watch over and over again. And I don't I think it's probably one of my favorite Johnny Depp performances. We can talk about him in a minute. I, I want to ask you all's opinion on him. <laughs> but Smiley, what's your favorite scene? The snowflake one. Yes. I'm. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> I like when he pokes the waterbed <laughs> and then he just covers it up with a little thing. But then I also like when, uh, what's her name, comes home? Kim. Yeah. That's then my favorite like, scene. Who's going to kill me? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's the cute one. Um, but I also like um, the intro, like how the, all the houses are super pretty and like pastel colored. Yeah. And then I mentioned like I love the contrast between the neighborhood and the mountain on top of the mansion. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that, that scene with Kim is my favorite whenever, you know, he's walking in the hall. There he 
that yeah that's really hilarious there were i also kind of noticed more cinematography stuff i love the shot of the mirror with like she's looking in the mirror and she sees you see the house Mm -hmm. all the like even in the house when they're going up the stairs was always a really pretty shot i don't know just thinking about his room it's so sad oh yeah yeah the bed sucked i'm like (laughs) give him a better bed it's all cut up I what did, that. this is a random question, but what uh-huh. would y'all's favorite grass cutting thing? Ooh. I was like, really? A T-Rex? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that one was like, probably my favorite. <laughs> I expected something better for like the house he lived in. I don't know. Yeah. I like the family cutout. I just thought the T-Rex oh, yeah. was kind of weird up, up top. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what was y'all's favorite? Um, I would probably say the T-Rex. The T-Rex? Yeah. Mine was another the, one of the dinosaurs. Kevin's walking by. It's it's that time when before he gets run over, he's like walking by, and there's that brontosaurus there. Uh-huh. That's my favorite dinosaur. I thought that was super pretty. I was like, ooh, I'd love that in my yard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was pro- yeah, that was pretty. So, do you think the hair cutting business would have worked out? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, there's only like so much hair. You can- well, it's mm-hmm. a small town, and like I was gonna say this yesterday, but Alex was right next to me. <laughs> um, I'm like, how weird to be in a small town and be like seeing at the mall or like at a grocery store and kissing a boyfriend and they're like, oh, hey, that's Peg's kid. You know? It's, oh, yeah. It's, it would just made me uncomfortable. Like right. that everyone knows who you are and you can't mm-hmm. even kiss someone in public because they'll judge you or you can't even kiss right. it behind the salon because they'll tell your husband. Yeah. But yeah. It was weird. So whenever we were top, uh, bringing up um, Anthony Michael Hall, I don't know why I always found that scene really sweet when he's walking to go get his his scissors sharpened. I thought that was so cute that they um, did that. And, you know, he's he's watching her with him. I thought they were actually cute together. It kind of sucked. Yeah. I How he had, like, hangs <laughs> on his neck. Yeah, it was, like, really cute. It was, like, this, like, young love or whatever. And, like, I guess, obviously, it's just, like, to show him watching how, you know, beautiful she is and adoring her. Um, but, like, was the chemistry believable? Like, because back then when I was really younger, like when I was younger watching this movie, I was just like, I could see how she kind of developed an affection on him. I feel like everyone developed like this affection for him gradually Who's because him? of how, um, Edward, because of how innocent he is and it's just really sweet. And I, I was just going to ask you, did it happen too fast? Like, yeah, I think it happened too yeah, fast. The, okay. The I love you was too much. But she was a teenager, and that's what I was going to say about the other guy, the blonde guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the hottest guy in town. Of course he's going to go for him, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's a small town, and everyone's yeah. married. Um, I don't know. Like, I felt like it was accurate when it comes to, like, teenage love. Like, you feel like yeah. he's the best one in town. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it sucks that he died? Were you surprised? I was, <laughs> and I read wow. that, like, that was really, like, shocking for a lot of people because it's, like, this whimsical like fantastical thing and then like meow i like that yeah. i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> like no one really cares about his body being there like no. <laughs> we'll just leave him two there. bodies because supposedly they both died they're like mm, i'm going home <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna get a little um grad school on you guys yes do it okay so because watching this i was like oh okay i see a ton of symbolism um mm-hmm. in it and one of the things that i read was like um this movie is probably like the closest to tim burton's life like <gasps> feeling like ostracized and like in like isolation from people that he grew up with and mm-hmm. so that's why there's this like 
of house on like the top of the hill that's really right. dark compared to like the pastel colors mm-hmm. below. Um, and then I think it's also like his creativity comes across in like Edward's not just in the house, um, like doing nothing. Like he has the like fun like topiary things around him. Yeah. Um, and so I think that represented like Tim Burton's creativity well. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so when we were watching it, my brother was like, um, talking about something about like building that community, uh, oh, like right. all those houses. It's not. It's a real community in Florida. The only thing they oh. changed was that they painted the outside of the houses oh, okay. to look pastel-y. Wow. Very so, pastel Yeah. So they filmed this in Florida. Oh, how cute. I always feel like the, the first shot, like when after she's introducing the story and you pan over the neighborhood, it looks like a miniature neighborhood. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Because it reminded me a lot of Beetlejuice. Yeah. Same. That shot. That. Yeah. How cool, though. That's actually a really a real neighborhood. I was kind of curious about that, like where they could find something like that. Yeah. And so the other thing is that um, I read the story is supposed to be seen through like Ed- Edward's eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's why everything's a little bit like um, more like too bright. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that like got me at the end is that like everyone's white except for the black cop. Oh, yeah. And he does. Oh, there's that black girl in the classroom. But, like, again, everyone's right that I noticed a black girl in the classroom mm-hmm. and show and tell. Anyways, but, yeah, go ahead. I like the cop. Yeah. The, I did, too. The, the cop mm-hmm. was, like, the only sympathetic person to him. Like, yeah. not looking at Edward as, like, um, something interesting the way, like, everyone else was. Right. Like, he, when he asked the psychiatrist, like, but is he going to be all right? Yeah. The psychiatrist he was like, was like, oh, no. But, like, he just has to live with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was so genuine. I always yeah. thought that was really sweet. And he even protected him. Yeah. Like, yeah. At the end when he just like shot and was like, oh, it's over. Wait, yeah. I need to talk again about the crowd. It wasn't just the women. It was the men. Remember that yes. veteran who was oh, like, yeah. hey, weirdo or whatever. Oh, he um, called him a fucking cripple. Yeah. And I was like, weren't you talking about like not being a handicap and kind of using it as what did he say? It was like a. Um, oh, I forgot the word he told him, but he was like. um. Basically, like, don't let it hold you back. Yeah, it was really nice. And then he's like an asshole. He's like, See, and I feel like that goes back to the dad's character, how he doesn't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Edward, whatever. You have knives or fingers, whatever. Yeah. Not, you know, scissors <laughs> for fingers. I feel, like for only, hands. Yeah, I feel like the only time he really kind of got involved was the ethics discussion. Oh, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Okay, yeah. so the question is... um. You find like a bag of money mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. There's no one around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I think he said something about like no one's around as in like, there's no, there have been no people like, ever. So like the money just like shows up or whatever. Right. Um, and you can either keep it, buy gifts for your loved ones, give it to the poor or turn it into the police. So I, I told y'all, don't answer that. Yeah. I want to know your answer. I have a backstory like Alex. Okay. This happened to me in elementary. <laughs> <laughs> so it was around Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was racist. But um, a few days back or sometime back, there was this call, this kid called Rafael. And he had like a mullet. Oh. Um, and I just remember him saying like, oh, my family has a lot of money. I have a lot of money, you know. And I'm like, and I was fucking poor, so I believed him. I'm like, okay, I believe you. Anyway, uh-huh. so it was racist time, and I find this bag of money. Like, and it was probably $1 bills, you know, but it looked a yeah. lot when I was little. But it was like a 
bag of money, like a Ziploc bag full of money. <laughs> uh, one of those big Ziploc bags. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, I'm wow. like, hey, I, I like picked it up and I like did context clues. And I'm like, this is a Rafael's money because he's rich. <laughs> so I like gave it to him and uh, that's it. You know, and then I'm just in class. And then there's this teacher going down door to door with this little girl crying. <laughs> That was my mother's mother's day gift that I was going to buy her with. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, hmm. Then I like told my teacher or like, I don't know who I spoke up and I'm like, I found it, but I gave it to Rafael because he says he's rich. And then like they went to Rafael and he denied it. And they believed wow. him. <gasps> yeah, because I was gay. Okay, Jim. I'm kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, that happened to me. I like picked it up and I like was super. You, you don't have any of these answers. Yours was E, none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to a kid who said he was rich. You give it to me, you think it's rich. Anyways, when it comes to the movie, what would I do? Um, hmm. Apparently, you gave this, if this little boy was rich or not, whatever. Let's just say he was because he said he was. Mm-hmm. And you gave the rich more money. This is, how the, <laughs> this is why Jeff Bezos is so rich. Yeah. Because we keep buying from Amazon. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> like, you should have kept it. Uh. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So I, I think I would have kept the money. Really? I think, okay, so keep it or buy gifts for your loved one. Keep it. I think I would have bought gifts. <laughs> have you seen that meme where it's the Grinch and he's like, that's a nice gift. For me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I would do probably the same. What? Keep it? Keep it. or But then it's like the police probably. It's because we have student loans and shit. You know? <laughs> I know? Doesn't it make you. So this is weird. I probably would like turn it over to someone honestly. Because. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, this is just a bag of money. But like recently I was at HEB. Um, and I was walking back to my car. And in the parking lot there was a wallet. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. The way it was, I felt like it was someone who had gone into ATB. See, but that's different. Like, there's a name attached to that money. Yeah. So the the point is is that, like, it felt good when I went inside. And I was like, drop their wallet here. I hope they come and get it. Yeah. It feels good to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also one time. God, people in Austin are stupid with their purses and wallets. I was at Sam's putting gas. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I left, there's, like, you go through the parking lot and you go to the traffic light. Well, I stopped at the traffic light and um, the person in front of me, her purse was on top of her car. And I was like honking and honking. And I was like, oh, my God. That, like I got out of the car. I was like, please don't let the traffic light turn green. And she was like looking at me like, what are you doing? I was like, your purse is on top of your car. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, how embarrassing. Have y'all seen <laughs> um, The Intern? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Open the fucking door. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So y'all are selfish and y'all would keep it. Just um, kidding. I, I would keep it if it had no name association. Right, right. Nothing was like <laughs> would haunt ever- me. I would just grab the money and go. Have you seen um Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? Yeah. Where they're at the red light in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And go they on. like it's just it's they're it's in the middle been, of nowhere. It's been so long. Uh-huh. And there's a red light and they stop and they're I don't know who was driving, but oh. one of them is like, go. And as soon as they go, Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> comes out of nowhere. He's like, What the fuck? <laughs> it's kinda like, like it's just staying red and they're just deciding whether or not to just go. Oh yeah. my gosh. And as soon as I've, they go with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> um back to the purse on the car. 
<laughs> I've left my wallet <laughs> on top of the car when I put gas. And I had money in it where I won $200 on a scratch off. <gasps> oh, my God, Lauren. So I had to go back to the side of the highway, find the money, and I, I only found some of it. I didn't find all of it. Oh. And it sucked. And my license plate had a fucking dent in it for the longest time because I'm sure someone run, ran over the wallet. Oh, <laughs> oh your sad. license. Yeah, my license. Everything was Oh, you, you had license plate. Yeah, I was like, I'm oh, like, sorry, wait. Not, not like, my license, my driver's license. Get it right, girl. Yes. Um, <laughs> drivers. <laughs> I thought it was driver's license. Like apostrophe S. I, hold on. I, Alex is looking. We, I don't believe you. And social security is capitalized. It's probably driver license. It's driver's plate. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's driver license. Wow. Why isn't it Weird. driver's license? Like, I want it to be a license for me. Like, my <laughs> license. I guess it's a license. Just call driver. it driver's plate. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Point is, we all failed the ethics. Test. Yeah. I mean... But I feel like in real life, I probably would have been like, yeah. Because Alan Arkin would say, go to the police. Yes, you go. This is a police. right or wrong. Yeah. Um, you know how the bank was like, um, you know, buy yourself a car. It's like, how do you think he would have driven a car? Mm-hmm. Very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucked because everyone had to open the door for him, too. And I'm like, that sucks. Like, whenever he was trapped, like, it was kind of sad that he couldn't even grab yeah. the doorknob. The other I thing, I didn't really like. Wait, I was like, so you can't give me any credit because I don't have a <laughs> social security, security number, number, but you can arrest yes. me. Oh, my God. <gasps> I thought Whoa. the exact same thing. I didn't Smiley. think of that. Wow. I did. Wow. I'm going to look at some quotes. And it is, did, I don't know if, Alex, you jotted any down. Yes, I did. Oh, OK. What are your some of yours? OK, so um, this is also going to go back into my um, grad school seminar class mm-hmm. of where I am seeing all the symbolism in this movie. I'm going to write my dissertation on this movie as if I, I don't have one to write right now. <laughs> um, so the thing that like bothered me is that at least three times in the movie, someone tells him that they know a doctor who can help him. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And Edward every time says, please, like, oh, you do? Like, let me know. Yeah. So it's not like, I don't know. Like, he, I guess, sees himself as special because he can do all these, like, haircuts and things and seeing that okay people are responding to that Mm -hmm. but even after that like when they're on the talk show um and the person says like i know a doctor who can help you and he's like can you tell me like who he is or oh yeah yeah we'll get the number after the show yeah Yeah, yeah. so it's like he still if there's a chance for him to not be like quote-unquote special he's he's willing to take that because he wants to be like everyone else yeah and so i saw that as like i think it represents how like everyone has good intentions, but doesn't really know how to like they don't follow through mm-hmm. because in the end, I, I think it's just a, like a knee jerk reaction to people for people to be polite that way. Uh-huh. And but in the end, they don't know how to help. It's uh-huh. kind of like when people say, like, oh, how are you? They really don't know. <laughs> they don't want to know how you are. Right. It's just like we're trying to like do that. Uh huh. Oh, especially whenever, you know. Well, I mean, we did we ever get the inventor's name? No, he's just the inventor. Yeah, the inventor. Okay, well, like when he's pretty much teaching him etiquette, he's yeah. like, yeah, this is super boring. You mm-hmm. know, let's go to the passionate stuff, the creative stuff, let's like the beauty of life kind of thing. And I don't know, that's very, that's really fascinating. 
And I and I was wondering the same thing. Like, did he really like whenever that lady was like, well, then you wouldn't be special anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that goes to my favorite quote is when Peg says, no matter what, Edward will always be special. I know. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, because I think everybody has some kind of quality that you don't. Yeah. We're not all the same. And that's just the beauty of it. it doesn't have to be. We don't have to have scissors for hands. But anyway. Uh, any other quotes? I like, uh, he never woke up. Aww. Oh, I know. <laughs> so sad. I thought it was shish kebabs. What? <laughs> I thought it was shish kebabs. Ah! What is soups on? I've never heard that. Soups know. on. Next time Rami cooks. Soups on. He should say that. Okay. I've uh, never heard that. Gonna, I'm never going to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but. I've never heard that term. Anyway, I always loved that part, that little part. I was always like, there was a TV outside mm-hmm. when Alan Arkin is just watching TV outside. Oh, yeah. He's just watching bowling. Oh, his legs look so good. Yeah, he looked really nice. Yeah. He looked really nice young. Mm-hmm. Um, Another part I always love is when all the women are feeding him. Obviously, it reminds me of the Grinch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like my favorite part. Which is, Here, try this, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's trying the food, and I like that he's kind of into it. Yeah. Mm, wow, that's good. It's and the etiquette coming y- back. Yeah, it is. And even when, when Peg, I love when they would sit together and do the cosmetic stuff, like the makeup stuff and really helping him with the scars. She, she, he'd be there. She would be like, you know, dabbing his face and stuff. She's like, Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. I always loved that. I just, oh, he was so cute. And I think that was what was so appealing to me when I was younger is his, like, his, I'm, I like weird people. Like, I don't know. That's, that's why just, we're all friends. Yeah. Like, I just, anyone that's just super, like, has that little hint of, I don't know. It's so charming to me. Anything weird like that. Even his, like, the way his hair is, like, his style. And, and that kind of stuff just appeals to me. Finally, any quotes? Nah. Okay. Well, Lauren. I mean, talking- I don't see it as a quotable. Mo- oh, remember? Uh, you can't keep it a secret forever. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you don't know I don't buy anything from you. <laughs> yeah, I like that part too. Anyway, yeah, not. It's not like extremely quotable. It's just this. I think it's just scenes, really. Mm-hmm. I like how Rami's like, don't talk way in the mic. And he <laughs> makes noises behind him. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Oh, well, Lauren uh-huh. was talking about the scars. And so I oh, wrote yeah, yeah. down, this is when I started my like analysis of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, I forgot. It's like towards the beginning of the movie where Edward's doing something. Oh, he's, he's in Kim's room for the first time. He's looking at himself in the mirror and then he like nicks himself. Oh, yeah. Um, And there was another part of the movie where he also cuts himself after doing something. And I like wrote down, I feel like that represents like when you're like, I guess different from like quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. So like for Edward, it was having a scissor hand. Um, and then like someone like Peg comes along who is like, is normal mm-hmm. um, and like invites you in. And then, so you start like feeling comfortable with like what makes you different. Or not even that. Because you start feeling comfortable and then something like snaps you back into like that self-doubt. And for him, it was like he would feel comfortable and then just accidentally like nick himself or like cut something. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, oh, I forgot. Like, I'm not normal. Oh, that's so true. Like even when they're getting ready for the barbecue, which I thought was so fucked up. That's you and that's going to be you and Rami in the new uh, 
oh, hey, when's the bar- barbecue start? About five. Yeah, like it, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. Well, I always loved whenever he's like chopping up the lettuce, you know, and yeah. Then, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, great job. And then that's when he kind of nicks yeah. himself again. That's a really good analysis. A lot of analysis from Alex in this episode. I love it. Yeah, I'm like putting on my doctor, my PhD cap. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought I was like, I feel like that's the way that like anxiety works sometimes mm-hmm. is that like you can go like days feeling normal and then it's like something small happens and you remember like, oh, oh my yeah. like my brain chemicals are off balance. Wow. Yeah. Good point. Wow. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Anything else? By these or something I was sad about how poor they were, the family. Because uh, Peg was like, oh, and we already have a second mortgage on the house. Oh, like, yeah. reasons as to why they couldn't help Edward start the business. Mm-hmm. So that did make me sad. And that, they brought it up again with the question, uh, what would you do with the money? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, Edward, I shouldn't have complained about how poor we were doing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, do you think any of the other women work? Is it only Peg? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Oh, oh well, because she was poor. I mean, she wasn't poor, but, you know. Poor, yeah, right. But. She, it seemed like she, I think that's why she's just my favorite character. Like she was this businesswoman who was loving and caring. I just love Diane Weiss. She's really great in a lot of other stuff. She had that Life in Pieces show. I was mm-hmm. madly, uh, I would love watching that with my mom, my sister. And it's just, she always appealed to me because she was so caring and took him in. She was like, hey, give me another haircut. She was so sweet. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that, like, that part of her, like that he keeps cutting her hair because she, Towards the end, he's like the other women don't want to like be yeah. around him anymore, and they've kind of been. Um, they switched on him, which I think is after the whole robbery thing, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so seeing her, I like, don't know, because they did defend her. They did defend him when the cops were like, "Put your your weapons down," oh, and they were yeah, like, yeah. "That's his hands," you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I oh, love no. how Smiley's defending the. Smiley's <laughs> <laughs> like, like the women were my favorite part. Um, no, but, but that did happen. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. they did switch on him. But they did defend him, like when, when they were they trying to switch? shoot him. Maybe after Peg. Uh, no, no, I don't know why I'm calling her Peg. What no, was the lady's th- name that was the horny one. Yeah, the horny one. I don't know. Jazz. Yeah, I don't know. Something took off all her clothes in the background. <laughs> I love how they all no, look at him like, what the fuck? They all did like start turning on him after the robbery. Okay, what was your point? Oh, okay. Yeah. So my mm-hmm. point was that like, so she keeps telling him like, no, cut my hair just to like make him um, like keep like making him feel special. Yeah. It reminds me of that thing of like dimming like your flame won't light someone else's. Mm-hmm. Like all it does is dim both of yours. And Aww. so like, that's what I thought of when. Like, she kept cutting her shorter and shorter. Yeah. I'm like, it's not going to make him, like, feel happy. It's just going to leave you with no hair at the end. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what hap- what would happen to the family after, like, after everything that happened. Like, would the, the whole neighborhood think differently of them after Man, everything? I think they would move on. You think yeah. they would just move That's on? That's who the women are. It, I always forget, like, whenever he gets really pissed off, he, like, fucks up the walls. And then he fucks the bathroom. And that's when it leads to the scene where he's all ashamed, like, at the dinner table. Well, you're gonna have to get money to replace all this and that, and I'm like, that's sad. oh, I think another quote I liked was like, you you can't you know make your way in life with cookies, you know, because that's what he was getting <laughs> oh, yeah. as a payment. <laughs> oh, one of my other favorite quotes was um when uh, Anthony Michael Hall is with his friend, they're all drunk, and the friend is like, oh. I think I'm gonna pass out or puke or something, and Anthony <laughs> Michael Hall is like, later. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Later, I need you to do this. <laughs> I, like, I need oh. you to drive drunk. 
I was like, oh, that delivery of like those two lines is really funny. Yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Really good. Yeah, probably the did... like only scene I liked him in. Yeah. He or... was yeah, he was good. Okay, so uh-huh. um this is Tim Burton and Danny Elfman's favorite movie. Aww. And so since I have the Blu-ray. The music. The music, yeah. Mm. yeah. This, yeah. this movie has a, a director's commentary. So one, you can watch the film with Tim Burton's commentary. And you can watch the film with Danny Elfman's commentary. Like separate? Yeah. Oh, separate. oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, I want to watch Tim Burton's. I haven't watched a movie with commentary in a while. Mm-hmm. And I really like watching movies with commentary. But yeah, Smiley, you're a resident music person. Yes. Danny Elfman has worked with Tim Burton on a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the music? What do you think of Danny Elfman? I mean, I mean, I, I'm I, not familiar uh, with him until like recently when we started talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas right. that he sung that part. No, that's so sweet. Um, right? but I've always been a big fan of the Edward Scissorhands soundtrack. Yes, it's so angelic. Yeah, but and it's, again, it's like the contrast between you know what's going on and the brightness of it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I am a big fan. Yeah, and so uh, recently, I mean, of course, I, I've I've always been fascinated by new wave music, especially the '80s. And I would I've heard of a band called Oingo Boingo, like that was one of the 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 bands they would play on that station. I listened to on Sirius XM, and I always thought it was they were a really really good band. And I just freaked out that Danny Elfman is like the lead singer of that band. That's so <laughs> fucking wild. And um. One of the movies I watched this year that I had never watched that Eric and I watched, um, I mainly wanted to watch it because of a young Robert Downey Jr., but it's called Back to School, and it's with Rodney Dangerfield. And um, he goes back to college, basically. So Oingo Boingo shows up at this, like, college party, and, you know, Danny Elfman is singing, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's so fucking awesome. And, you know, him and I have been listening to Dead Man's Party. It's one of their, one of their big hits, um, like, over and over again this year. Definitely a top, you know, so, uh, track this uh for 2020 but i don't know i guess ever since then i've always just kind of been fascinated and want to kind of look more into like how he became like he was this kind of you know not necessarily a rock star i'm not saying they're a huge band but they were very like like an indie rock band in the 80s to coming out to be like one of the most like famous like composers yeah. in film history and this one is probably definitely a big one. I mean, he he probably did old Sweeney Todd too, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder. I, I'm gonna uh, yeah, let, I'm gonna look at his stuff real quick. Um, no, he didn't do Sweeney Todd. Yeah. But um, so Colleen Atwood did the costumes for this movie, and she's like huge costume designer. She did Sweeney Todd. She did Chicago. Ooh, um, she's done uh, a lot of like Tim Burton movies. Yeah. Um. Also, I remembered. One of my favorite makeup artists is V. Neal. Mm-hmm. She is like, I would probably like describe her or yeah, like describe her as like Stevie Nicks esque. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking cool. Her favorite word is bitchin. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she did the the makeup for this movie. It was Ooh, supposed okay. to be um, I can't remember his name. I have to say, what's her name? The horny one. I feel so shitty that we can't get her name down. She had really pretty eye makeup. Like, the, the, the lipstick was always really rough. Like, it was too bright. But, like, she had a couple of scenes where she had this really nice blue eyeliner. Her name was, was Joyce. Joyce. I knew it was Jay. 
Hello, Joyce. Yeah. Yes. So I thought, I always thought her eye makeup was like really pretty. I always thought she like younger, like she wore too much makeup and it was like caked on. But for some reason, watching it on Rami's like 80 inch TV or whatever the fuck, I noticed how really pretty it is. Like the blue eyeliner. I thought that was really pretty. So she did the makeup or did she do the? She was the head of the makeup department. Oh, okay. Well, she did a good job on Edward too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's such a simple but like cool makeup. That's such a popular Halloween costume. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Amber's sister did it when Halloween. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I feel like, I wonder how you do the hands, but anyway. I'm sure there's gloves or something. It was, uh, well, I read, it was like resin. Um, That's how they made the blades. And then oh, uh-huh. when they were coming up with the costume for that, every finger is a different like type of finger. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always liked his thumbs. So mm-hmm. that was super cute. Alex, would you watch it again? Buy it? Recommend it to someone? <laughs> Are you glad you saw it? And would you see it in theaters? Oh my god! <laughs> I hate you. That was a lot. Um, yeah, I think I would watch it again. This would probably be like one of those movies that I play like in the background. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, would you watch the? Would you be interested in the commentary one? Yes. Yeah. I would probably watch the commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were the other questions? Well, I own it. Yeah, so, for five years. Yeah, I've yeah. owned it. A Rami. I've owned it for five years. Yeah, would you make Rami? Right. Rami lasted 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Then he was like, bye. I'm like, oh, okay. My brother's not really into, like, fantastical movies. Like, I was, the, well, we saw Shape of Water. Um, <laughs> in, Yeah, see, he's like me. But, okay, so <laughs> I saw a tweet this last week that was like, um, I miss Movie Pass. It was the worst business decision, but the best, <laughs> but the best summer of my life. Oh my god, yeah. And I remember that like that award season, um, because we had movie pass. If you don't know what movie pass is, mm-hmm. it was this like subs- kind of subscription um thing that they would send you like a credit debit card. Mm-hmm. Um and you would pay like I think we got it down to like seven or five dollars a month. Damn. And you could go watch a- one movie every day. So you could essentially watch thirty or thirty one movies um or like in a month for five dollars. Wow. And you would just like go to the theater and pay with that card. Yeah. Um, like I said, worse. They did not last very long. No. Um, but that because we got it like around award season that year, mm-hmm. we saw like we saw Shape of Water, we saw Phantom Thread, which I would never watch again. <laughs> um, like movies that I think we saw Bad Mom's Christmas that year too. Um, uh, which is now one of my brother's favorite movies. But like. Movies that my brother would never, ever yeah, watch. The, the fact that Rami's seen Phantom Thread and I have never seen Phantom <laughs> Thread is so strange. What a loser. <laughs> that movie was such a big deal. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I never saw it. I'm not a Daniel Day-Lewis person. Yeah, me neither. And we just watched it because I was like, we have movie pass. So we, yeah. we have nothing to lose. Rami's so cultured. I know. <laughs> he was cultured for that. Just because he saw that movie. Well, and then he saw Downsized. Ah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's why we saw Downsized. Oh, my God. Uh, like yeah. we can't get him to watch Never Been Kissed, but he went and got a soft outside. <laughs> well, anyway. okay. So after the Hocus Pocus episode, if yeah, you yeah. guys remember my brother being very, um, <gasps> very bitch. sad. Yes, like very much a bitch about that movie. Like, Never gonna watch it again. Um, one of his friends got married on Halloween, mm-hmm. and for her bachelorette party, it was Hocus Pocus <laughs> at the Alamo Draft House, and so he ended up sit watching <gasps> through it, like. Sitting through it and watching it again. After. No, I didn't know you went, Rami. You went? Yeah. Wow. Oh, 
He said it was okay. Now it's okay. Whatever. Wow. Well, he had to sit through it and he couldn't be on his phone. <laughs> there we go. That's what it was. So that's what we have to do to get him to watch movies is just rent an Alamo draft house. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how are we going to make him watch the next one that we're going to do this month? Oh, I hope he really I've, ah, I'm like hoping he wa- he likes this one. Yeah, I really do. I think it's important for Rami to like this one that I we're think doing so next. Too. Anyways. Yeah. So um, I don't think I can get my brother to watch Edward Scissorhands, but I think that I could just if it's on TV, like I would just have it on. Yeah. Um. I feel like Rivers would like it a lot. We like. Has he never seen this? I don't remember. Oh. Like one of the like movies that we've watched for years, but continuously like find new things. This one that you haven't seen. Yeah. So we're gonna do it eventually. Um, is Rocky Horror. Yes, and I know. I feel like this. Um, Edward Scissorhands is kind of like that. Like I'm oh, glad okay. that I watched it now uh-huh. with like the brain that I have now. I know. Um, yeah. Because I mean. Even looking at it back, I mean, back then, obviously, we watched this at, like, 13 years old. I would have never understood that. But it was still, like, you know how we're, like, mm, the chemistry, a bit fast, right? But it still, it worked when you were younger. Like, I mean, but now, of course, I think it's super fascinating that you see it now and you're looking at it from that perspective rather than when you were a kid. Yeah. And you're looking at it from a different perspective. So oh, also, um, one thing that I noted was when Edward first walks into Kim's room, she has all the snow globes. She does? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. She has a bunch Aww. of snow globes. So, like, she's always been fascinated with, like, the with snow. snow. And they, so they'd never say where they live. Um, Obviously, yeah. it, was, it was filmed in Florida. It's And then at the end, Kim says, like, it never snowed before he came down. Yeah. Um, And so, like, snow is, like, pretty important to her. Yeah. Um, But Tim Burton wanted it because he grew up in Burbank. Mm-hmm. So it, he wanted it to represent, like, that cookie cutter. Right. Like, um, neighborhood that he grew up mm-hmm. in, and then him feeling like Edward like didn't belong yeah. at all. And I guess like in a way, um, I can see how this would represent his life more of like be a fairy tale for Tim Burton. Like, what if I was like accepted in this clean cut neighborhood where mm-hmm. I clearly didn't belong with all these pastel colors? Um, but like I said, there was always something that would always set you apart. And for Tim Burton, I think it was his creativity. Yeah. Aww. Like he, you, you can't really belong if you, like you can't shove a square peg in a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. But you can make magic for people around you. Continuously Aww. make the ice. How do you think he get the ice? Amazon? <laughs> Call it, get the ice sent to him? Oh, that, that was a question <laughs> I had too because I like stood up to the restroom and then I came back and he was making the ice and I'm like, wait, where did that come from? That's like Tracy thinking, how the hell did she know about, she didn't know about cars or roads, but she asked God. him, where's your learner's permit in Hocus Pocus? <laughs> That's like a question like that, pretty much. Um, but it's something I would think about in my mind. Um, but anything else? Any other things? Are you super happy you saw this movie? Um, yeah, I'm super happy that I saw it with Guys. And even though, like, I was very sad at the end. Yeah. It was okay. I like that we watched it all together. Your Christmas tree was on. It was dark. I don't know why. This is a nice little... It's it's not a Christmas movie. They don't highlight Christmas or anything. I feel like it had a little bit of everything. Like, a yeah. little bit of Christmas, a little bit of Titanic. The, it happened 80 <laughs> years ago. It's been 83 <laughs> years. And that's what she said in the beginning and the end. Yeah. I'm old, but I was horny. <laughs> Oh my god! I like how she was like the little girl, 
the little girl said exactly what I was thinking, which was, why didn't you just go back up there and be with him? I know. Like, you could have, like, made yeah. out with him a few like, times. No mm. one's going to, like, I guess, like, eventually the neighbors will be like, why is Kim, like, why does she keep going up to that old house? Oh, yeah. But why I don't is she know. pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> he was a machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. Anyways, it, like it was fucked up. I'm sorry, Alex. Whenever they're in the van, imagine the things he would do to her or some shit like that. And they're like, oh, I don't want you to think about it. That was so fucked up. Smiley, at one point, Smiley was like, what is this rated? I'm like, PG-13. <laughs> because this was 1990. And I think this- <laughs> Alex brings up the ratings all the time. <laughs> this is my controversy. Or I can't not wait to see 16 Candles and my- realize it's rated PG. <laughs> That's why my uh, conspiracy theory. Of the MPAA rating, <laughs> shit, because the the craft is rated R. And I will always bring that up. But yeah, I I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is rated PG. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah, it's PG thirteen. Probably put a little blood in it. But uh, yeah, um, Kim's granddaughter was like, "Bitch, why didn't you just go back up there?" I know. And she's like, "No, I want him to remember me as a young woman." It's like, but you didn't go from being like. 16 to, to, <laughs> to 60 to 80, 80 <laughs> yeah um yeah but anything are you so you're glad you did i ask that already yeah i'm already like i'm drunk I'm you're kidding. like do you want to hear the story or not mr love Did you make it this far into the podcast? Well, if you did, thank you all so much for listening to our show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Never Seen It Texas. That's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X and give us your feedback or a film recommendation. We may watch it. I want to thank Alex and Smiley for joining me today. And I want to give a huge thank you to our technical producer, Rami Garza, who was actually in person producing the show as we recorded this episode which never happens. And we can't forget our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, who makes this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, the gals are all in a tizzy about your secret visitor. You can't keep him a secret forever.